Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I won't be calling into Bill's show, but if... Sam, if you could cut what I'm about to say and use it on Bill's show today if he needs some feedback. If a quarterback of higher ilk came to the Packers instead of Jordan Love, would I react differently? Uh, yes. Um... If the Packers had Joe Burrow, I would I would not be mad. If the Packers had Tua or Justin Herbert, I that would be great. Uh, but they don't. They have Jordan Love, who they traded up for. Remember, so I am there. George Chahuri is joining us. Pro Football Focus, Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Uh, I think I've asked most of your coworkers about that pick. So why don't I start with that, George? That Jordan Love pick make any sense to you? Um, you know, I'll be honest with you. I think it makes more sense to me than the, the AJ Dillon pick just a little while later. Um, and I also want to give you a shout out. I haven't heard higher ilk used in quite some time. That 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 was a nice uh, nice. Hey, I'm just I'm I, just going off what my midday guy is saying, man. I I'm not taking credit for that one. Higher ilk. Um, yeah. So certainly, I would have been way more excited with Tua. I, I thought Jordan Love and Justin Herbert were getting way overhyped, and you see this every single year. Everyone wants a great quarterback, right? That's how you win in the NFL. So what we see is there's a couple of studs at the top, and then everyone convinces themselves that it's worth taking the next tier down up in that that same range, up in the first round, because they want him to be great. And Justin Herbert and Jordan Love were both guys that were wildly inaccurate uh, in college who got pushed up because of, their measurables, the way they, you know, threw some of their long passes that, you know, don't happen all that often. But, look, they looked really great this one or two or three or four times that I saw them on film, and I'm ignoring the 15 times that they threw straight at the linebacker. So um, I, I didn't love the pick. I liked it a lot more than the other picks that they made, though. So I don't know how you, how you square that. Overall, I wasn't a huge fan of the draft. At least you're taking a shot at a quarterback as opposed to taking a second-round pick and using it on a on a running back. So that's the way I would put it. George Chahuri is joining us, Pro Football Focus, the director of analytics there, pff.com. You can subscribe. So obviously with Jordan Love, he's not going to play for a while, or at least we would think so because of Aaron Rodgers. Here's what I need help with because, you know, we love all you guys over there, okay? And so Sam Monson, we talked to him, top 50 players. No Aaron Rodgers on that list. Fine. Uh, I see then, like, the next day, 
different website, does a little bit of a redraft. Aaron Rodgers goes 12 overall. All right, so a not top 50 player goes 12 overall on a different different website. Fine. Then Pro Football Focus comes out with theirs. Aaron Rodgers, you guys have going nine overall. So if he's a not if he's not a top 50 player, why is he still a top 10 guy in a in a redraft league? I'm really glad you asked this question because uh, our buddy Shannon Sharp had trouble with this the next day and was ranting and raving about it as well. And I want to clear up the distinction. So Sam's list on the top 50 is not including value, just trying to look at how well does a player do what he's asked to do. So that's how you can get an edge rusher above an Aaron Rodgers because they can do their job incredibly well. Now, it's not as valuable. I'm not going to pick that edge rusher over Aaron Rodgers, but I can at least make the argument that he's, quote, a better football player given how well he does his job. Now, I think Aaron Rodgers um, should have probably squeaked into that top 50. Sam and I disagree a little bit on that, and it's probably because I'm always swayed by what a quarterback has to do as being so difficult. Um, But there's no doubt about it that he is easily – in the top you know, 10 most valuable players in the NFL. And I think that's why we saw him go uh, in our redraft uh, that we did on the PFF forecast, um, ninth overall to uh, the Jaguars. Quite a different change of scenery for Rodgers in our, in our draft. But that, that speaks to you to how valuable the quarterback position is because he's older. And if you're redrafting right now and starting from scratch, to take a guy at that age, you've got to be really good. And I think that's just how good Rodgers is. He's been not quite as elite past few years, but there's no reason why he can't get some of that mojo back. Let me go through the draft here real quick uh, in terms of who you guys took. It's all quarterbacks before you get to Rodgers. So pick number one, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. And then Lamar Jackson. And again, what you said, I do want to make note of because age comes into this too. Russell Mm -hmm. Wilson, three. Deshaun Watson, four. So we did this a couple of weeks ago. Obviously, a Green Bay bias, but those are the four guys that I said I would go into this season with instead of Rodgers for one year Mahomes, Lamar, Russell, and then Deshaun Watson. Now, Kyler Murray drafted five, Matt Ryan six, Dak Prescott seven by you, Joe Burrow eight, and then Rodgers. Do you put Rodgers for one season? You've got him ninth in the redraft for one season. Is he still top five or is. Is Kyler Murray better than him right now? Is Matt Ryan, is Dak Prescott, are those guys better than him, do you think, right now? Well, Kyler Murray at five I thought was a bit of a, a reach even in this draft where you're playing you know, for many years down the road. Um, but certainly for one year, I would not be taking Kyler Murray over Aaron Rodgers. I, I think you can make um, you know, a little bit of an argument there for Matt Ryan, who I feel like is just always undervalued. He's had Julio Jones, who is so fantastic at receiver. Um, But he's been a really tremendous football player. He's done a great job at limiting mistakes. He's accurate with the football. He doesn't get nearly the amount of hype that that, Aaron Rodgers does. But I think that would be the the debate. And I would lean lean Aaron Rodgers, even though over the past couple of seasons, I actually, Matt Ryan has had the statistical edge on him. Uh, it's hard for me to forget some of the highs that Rodgers can reach. And if you're trying, this is a a point that I bring up a lot, and I'll give credit to Eric Eager, my co-host, for this. If you're trying to win a Super Bowl, you've got to put together elite play in back-to-back-to-back games, right? And Rodgers, I think, has that feeling 
that others don't. And if I'm trying to win a Super Bowl, I've got to play to get that type of high-level performance that I think Rodgers can bring. So, yeah, put him in the top five for sure. With Aaron Rodgers, George Chahuri here joining us, Pro Football Focus. You know, he had the coach, Mike McCarthy, for a long time, and then what happened happened. But then he gets Matt LaFleur in here, and it seems like they're really good buddies. The next offseason, a replacement's drafted, a future replacement, and then there's more talk about maybe reeling Rodgers in. So I'm, I keep thinking of Rodgers like, if I had the choice right now today, would I want to continue to play this new style and learn at 36, or I want to go back to Mike? Because you know I know what, what McCarthy will let me do. Would you be more optimistic in, a like let's say, an MVP season? Is it more likely that Rodgers can do that in Green Bay or if he was with Mike McCarthy again in Dallas? Wow. The, how, how incredible that question is to ask given the way it, it ended with McCarthy. Right? I know. I mean, we saw like a pretty precipitous fall-off in that, in that offense. Now, I know the receivers um, certainly dwindled, I mean, to just about you know nothing of what they, they were in their glory days. Devontae Adams obviously was fantastic, but um, none of that other three – uh, man, that's tough because I think the issue with Rodgers and LaFleur, look, LaFleur clearly wants to run a ton of play action stuff. And that has always seemed to be something that Rodgers is not, he doesn't like to do. And whether he thinks it's kind of cheating, you know, it's too easy, doesn't want to do it, doesn't want to turn his back to the defense, doesn't want to be seen as relying on those types of gimmicky things. Um, it's just not jiving with him. Now, I wouldn't be surprised to see McCarthy in Dallas with Kellen Moore run a ton of play action because that's what they did last year, and it elevates a quarterback's play. So if I'm Rodgers and I'm trying to win an MVP again, I'm trying to get back to a Super Bowl, I would be wanting to leverage all of these new wrinkles in the NFL that are making average quarterbacks a little above average as much as I can because it would give him an advantage as well. So whether it's with McCarthy or LaFleur, I, I would buy into some of this new stuff. I would try to innovate a little bit um, because that's what we've seen be successful. You know, look at the teams that, that have continually made it. Uh, you look at the, the, the uh, 49ers last year. They made it from bottom feeder to Super Bowl, and they did so by innovating. You look at the Chiefs. They've always been an innovator. You look at the Patriots. They innovate every season. So that's where I think Rodgers would be, would be smart to, to kind of lean into that a little bit regardless of the coach. Now they're not going to win 13 games this year, the Packers. I still like them. I got them neck and neck with the Vikings. Probably whoever wins that series is going to win the NFC North. My hottest take this offseason is that the Packers are the first team in history to actually go into a draft and get worse for the following year. Because you spent your number one pick on a guy that's not going to play, and then all of these other guys, what's A.J. Dillon going to do? Just take carries away from Aaron Jones. I'm, I don't think it – maybe long-term, fine, but not in 2020. I feel like they got worse than they were a year ago. How do you feel about their upcoming season? Yeah, I generally believe we overrate how much the draft helps you in year one. Um, so from that standpoint, I am – you know – I, th- I think you're totally spot on with saying like the future of the Packers did not improve relative to the other teams in that division, given the draft. Um, and you'd expect you know, your first round pick to contribute at least a little bit, certainly. And that's where it's tricky. I've thought of it from this route, and I'm curious your thoughts on this. Like, if it motivates Aaron Rodgers to to turn everything around and and just be you know to have this one last I am 
one of the best quarterbacks to ever play this game, you know, runs, then it's worth it, right? I don't know if that might be a, a byproduct of drafting, of trading up to draft a quarterback in round one. And if so, it probably was worth it. Um, but this is a tough division to do that in, to be banking on having no players come in, uh, you know, from a draft and really contribute. Cause you, the team that, you know, the teams you didn't mention, right? The Bears, okay, they're, they're struggling, but they have a really good supporting cast. Nick Foles can be decent. And then I, the Lions with Stafford last year were a really good team. Stafford had really turned it around, was throwing the ball downfield, uh, top three in the NFL in positively graded throws by PFF before he got injured. They're a good team as well. So if you're not getting better, there is a possibility. I said this a couple weeks ago, and I, I know people will, will not like to hear this. There's a strong possibility you could be looking at a first to worst situation. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. They got worse, so yeah, okay. I mean, it happens in the NFL. I think there is a possibility of that. I still think they'll be up there. I don't know what's going on with Chicago, and uh, my co-host is not here today. Horvat Ryan Horvat, big time high on the Lions, so he would be in with you on that. To go back to one thing that you did say about because David Bakhtiari, he was on the. NFL Network stream of the draft they were doing, and Jordan Love got drafted. And he says, "Oh wow, I'm excited. This is going to light a fire under Rodgers." So that's <laughs> we're thinking some chess here because when Favre didn't like how the Packers handled that, what he did was went to their rival to stick it to the Packers. He succeeded to stick it to the Packers. If Rodgers is going to stick it to the Packers. He's going to do so by benefiting the Packers. You're going to light a fire under him. He's going to try to prove you wrong. Okay, Gutekunst and Lafleur, like, prove me wrong. Oh, darn, go win a Super Bowl. Wow. Prove us right that you needed a little motivation. So he wins, but he also he doesn't prove anybody wrong. Well, I mean, that's – I always – feel like you are you should err on the side of more quarterbacks than than fewer because you never want to be out of options right and um if you let you know if you let Aaron Rodgers just run his course and and then leave then you're you know sitting there with nothing to show for it so you kind of at, at least you give yourself a shot of benefiting from that renewed motivation I think it's funny to talk about that because we just heard Trubisky say he's motivated by Nick Foles which is kind of hilarious but Rodgers certainly has all the right to be motivated by this. And where is he? I mean, where would he go? Right, like the the rival that needs a quarterback right now is the Bears, and I, you know, they the cap is just not going to work from either side, right? So, um, you know, if this if that really was some of their thinking, I I think it's really smart. I mean, why why not? I don't know that it helps you more than getting a receiver in round one, but uh, but there's certainly a chance, right? Like Rodgers being great is really worth it. So if you think you can get him to that level, then go for it. George, good stuff. Appreciate it. Keep up the good work, and we will be in touch to talk soon. Anytime, brother. Stay safe. Thank you. George Chihuri joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Again, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. Subscribe there. Great Midwest Bank has your passion outgrown your home. A Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit GreatMidwestBank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.